Welcome to FNB Business Talk. My name is Lynette Nduli and I look forward to spending time with you to help us all navigate into the new normal. So I'm delighted today that we are joined by Bukule Sibata, who is the founding director and CEO of SM Tax. Bukule, good morning. Welcome to the podcast. Morning and... Uh... It's a, it's a great pleasure to be here, and I'm going to your listeners as well. Bukule, tell us a little bit about SM Tax and what it is that you do, and how you, as an individual, a business leader, and a business, have found this transitionary period in our economy and society. You know, SM Tax started out as as a purely tax firm. Uh, we assisted individuals manage their tax compliance and manage their tax structures. Um, that spread, and we started helping small businesses with their tax and and managing their tax structures and helping them save on tax. And then we then transitioned to doing the accounting um, for these small businesses, and then also then doing a bit of advisory for them. So we've all we've done we've always then done this from a digital perspective. Um, so digital online presence. So effectively now what we are is a is a or digital accounting and tax firm based in Cape Town. I obviously, have with with a national footprint. Um, we service about three thousand five hundred SMEs across the country. It's been a tough experience from from our side. I think in in, in two in two ways. While the digital transition from moving from office to home was quite easy because our, our business model was online already, but it's been tough from this from this from the client's perspective. So, so the clients that we service have been sort of negatively impacted. And they normally look to us for some for, for answers and guidance on how to manage this. Obviously, we've also had to make some tough decisions around, you know, what to do during this period, especially because we're also forecasting a a loss in revenue. It, it, it's, it's an interesting time. Um, we haven't really pivoted the business that much, but uh, we, we have obviously introduced new product lines like assisting SMEs apply for funding. Mukule, you are in a space that I think for most SMEs is perhaps both the scariest and the most challenging. Um, the taxman is to be revered <laughs> and respected under under general day-to-day operations and conditions, but under this particular condition where there are just so many statutory um, and legislative changes that are also coming through in terms of how we remain compliant and how it is that we approach some of the relief measures that have been issued by government and its various institutions. I think perhaps tax is probably the most confusing um, and also the most challenging to start to plan around, particularly when there has been such a significant change in terms of many SMEs' fortunes and their ability to generate um, a revenue. I think the, the SARS, I think, uh, has, has, has been very lenient um, you know, and, and understanding with, with, with some of the tax reforms they've done. And I think the biggest one they've done so far is to allow our SMEs the ability to pay or defer some of their payments. The deferment, obviously, what we need to make sure that, that our SMEs understand doesn't mean it's a waiver of the tax. It just means that you have to pay it back a bit later. And what we don't obviously understand at this point in time is that the deferment is, is for four months. So if you're deferring 25% of your tax every month for four months, in effect, you would have deferred about 100% a month's worth of tax in the month in month four, 
So the question would be, in month five, do you have to pay double the amount of tax? Or will they then allow you to gradually pay that deferment over another 12 months? I think we, we haven't received a lot of guidance and clarity around that. But nonetheless, the, the, the 25% relief is, uh, is, is welcomed. But obviously, we have to make sure that the SMEs understand that we've just only pushed this expenditure forward. Then in future, we need to plan for and make sure that we have enough cash flow to, to pay it off. So it's like a, a balancing act that we need to do around reserving and making sure that there's short-term cash flow right now and, and comparing that to, to money uh, that needs to be there in the future. I think we can also all appreciate that, particularly the last year, and then, of course, this last first quarter of the year has been an incredibly tough one. And SMEs um, perhaps have come out the worst off, you know, without reserves, um, literally running on a month to month basis and a very survival focused basis as well. Perhaps their tax affairs weren't optimal or entirely in order before the pandemic in order for them to now take advantage of some of the relief that is now available. Where do I start? Uh, and, and it's, it's a very good question. And it's, it's not as easy as, 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 as how you asked it, I guess, to, to answer to it. As an SME, there are three main tax returns that you need to file. The first one is your income tax return, which is filed every year, once a year, around February, if your if your year end is in Feb. There's a provisional tax return that's filed in August and in Feb again. And then there is your VAT returns that are filed every two months. And there is your pay-as-you-earn return that is filed monthly. It's normally for, for companies, obviously, that are making more than a million rand. So we find that not a lot of SMEs are registered for VAT. So hence I said the three main ones would be pay as you earn if you have an employee um, and then income tax and the provisional tax returns that you would need to file. All these returns require some sort of financial uh, information in order for you to file. Your, your income tax return requires financial statements. Your provisional tax return requires management reports and your pay as you earn returns requires some sort of payroll reports and payroll data. So it's not only about filing the returns, it's also about going back and actually doing your and keeping proper record of your financials. The SMEs that didn't have all of this in place lost out in the first round of funding. So for example, like the the business partner Sukuma loan, that was depleted in the first two days. And only SMEs who were compliant and had financials as at that time of release were able to apply. So a lot of them lost out there. The first round of UIF claims, again, also wanted this compliance and from a UIF perspective as well. So again, if they weren't compliant, they lost out. But the situation is not dire. There's still funds are available and there's still a lot of funding that is being made available for, for SMEs. So what we've been doing over the past two weeks is actually helping SMEs get compliant. So helping them prepare their financials, helping them then submit these tax returns so that they can actually then apply for funding because it's a non-starter. Without the documents, you can't apply for funding. Now, what makes matters worse is that normally to actually do these things, the professionals charge a fee for them to help you prepare financials and submit these tax returns. Where you don't have the money to pay them, it becomes a, an issue. So it's it's quite a complex issue. I think in different types of SMEs that we've seen as well around these requirements, particularly, some of them didn't even know about them. So there's also that education element that, that needs to come on because sometimes we take it for granted that because we know everyone else uh, should know. 
And the fact is, some people have just been trading and they've, they've, they're running successful businesses without knowing what a UIF return is or what even UIF stands for. You know what they say, Mutule, you don't know what you don't know. So let's dive straight into the education because I know personally for myself, it has perhaps been um, the most significant part of the tax journey has been knowing and understanding what the regulations are and what you're actually supposed to do. And I do worry that in terms of, um, you know, education, in terms of awareness, there is very limited sources and resources available for the SME who has, for instance, just started or the SME that is run by somebody who does not have a financial background, for instance, to immediately plug into what is the system about? What is it demand of me? And um, what is it that I need to immediately put in place in order to comply with these particular requirements? I'm going to try and answer this question in a manner that I potentially maybe would have liked to have been taught. Now, the first one, And the most important, I guess, in in my view, is the annual financial statements of the business. Now, annual financial statements are simply a a record of all the assets in the business and all the liabilities and how these assets and liabilities have moved throughout the year. And also what it records, it records all the money that you've made and all the expenses that you've incurred. But it's looking at it from a yearly perspective. So it says the annual financial statements are telling a story of how many assets the business has, how much it owes to, to different people and creditors, how much it's made, and what are the expenses that it's incurred. So when you're looking at it from that perspective and you say, well, these accounting books need to tell that story. The next set is management reports. Now, management reports tell the same story, but they don't look at it from, an, from a yearly perspective. So they're not comparing year to year. They're looking at it from a month-to-month perspective. So the management reports need to tell the story of, Well, in January, I was making this much. In February, I was making this much. Why did it change? What is the difference? So the management reports need to tell that story. Because those are the sort of foundational framework to do this. Now, in order to get to financial statements or to be able to prepare management reports, you need to be keeping an accurate record of all your your transactions in the business. Now, now we as accountants, we have four books. The first one is is the debtor's book. This book records all the sales that the business has made, right? Where you can find this as an SME is just looking at all the invoices that you've sent. It's as simple as that. So if you're using an invoice software, you would have a record of all the, the, the invoices that you've sent. And if you're using Excel, just go back to all the emails that you've sent for invoice. And that's your first bit of record keeping. The second is all the expenses, which is called the creditors book, which records all the expenses in the business. And and there you always look at maybe if you have a, a finance at at your company name mailbox, you, you look at all the tax uh, invoices that you see from your suppliers. Now, that's a record there. Then the second, the third book is called the payroll. And this is just simply a record of how much you've paid to whom throughout the period that we're looking at. And the last book is the cash book. It's a record of money coming in and a record of money coming out. And that's simply just a bank statement. So you need to then consolidate all of these in a nice accounting package. And then you need to then go through the process of, of doing bookkeeping, which is reconciling the money coming in with the invoices that you sent and reconciling the money that come that went out with the expenses that you had or the creditors that you had incurred as well as the payroll. That exercise sounds difficult, 
But if you go through the process, it, it can be actually quite easy. But it's not obviously rocket science as well. So at the same time, I think there's a lot of information that you can learn and get from the internet around how to do this. Our preferred accounting software is is, is Zero because it, it can pull in all those different books in one user flow uh, and in one dashboard um, for the SME to, to use. And they've got a great support as well. So once you've gotten that ready, you are now able to then go and and file your tax returns. And and filing the tax returns really is, it's a copy and paste really from those financials and those management accounts. Because what SARS is going to ask you, they're going to ask you what has been your turnover. You know, they'll ask what has been the profit and you'll have to go look at it. But I hope it does make sense. Thank you for joining us on FNB Business Talks. If you're enjoying our interviews, please subscribe to our channel. FNB is a division of First Rand Bank Limited, an authorized financial services and credit provider. Fees and C's apply.